Good morning, Twin Cities. This is Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. Thank you all so much for tuning in this morning. Our Saturday is just kind of like, it's not, well, it's not really gloomy. It's overcast, but uh, it's supposed to be a really nice day today. So uh, I just uh, thought I'd mention that just in case. So when you're out Getting food wherever you're going, you might take that into consideration. Anyway, thank you all again so much for tuning in this morning. Uh, you know that this show is on WEQI 104.7 FM, WEQYLP St. Paul. This show is about food and it happens every Saturday. Uh, so if you don't already know, uh, get in with it, get in with it. <laughs> Uh, Please make sure that you are following me on Facebook. Uh, It will tell you about events that are happening around uh, the Twin Cities um, and sometimes across the nation. Um, (laughs) But also uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, Facebook is the Unbougie Foodie. Uh, Instagram is the underscore Unbougie Foodie. And then Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie. Uh, I also would like to invite you to uh, visit my pa- my webpage as well. It's www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Uh, again, you'll you'll hear past episodes, um, see a few articles that I've written um, in the past uh, for a local community newspaper. Um, but everything about me <laughs> and what I do and uh, you know, events that are around the Twin Cities and so forth, you'll find it on various areas of my social media. So please follow along. But right now, we're going to start the show. And I still want to invite you to have a participating part in the show. So if you have a comment, a question, uh, please feel free to give me a call here at the radio station at 651-234-79. Again, 651-234-79. I I apologize for not being directly on at 10 o'clock. TMI, but I lost my, I didn't lose my wallet. I found my wallet. Anyway, there are priorities that need to be, (laughs) you know, if you're going to go out and have food, whatever you need to have money. (laughs) So anyway, that's been resolved. More importantly, I am here with you. You are here with me. Uh, Yeah. So let's get started. So (laughs) we recently celebrated Juneteenth. Okay, it's been what some time. It's been some time since we've celebrated or had the celebration for Juneteenth. Um, now that it is a federal holiday and being recognized across the nation, 
still there are we don't want to let that conversation fall to the wayside uh and i i say that because i've met some i had an opportunity to meet some really interesting people behind the different stories uh of juneteenth um you know of course we know it's you know 18 uh 18 ooh no, it's 1865. Yes, uh, my mind went blank for a moment. Um, where individuals in the South, specifically like in Texas and a few other Southern states as well, had not become aware that they had their freedom. Now, of course, you know, we we've talked about this, and you know, we're honestly we're still learning more and more history about it. But there are, and I'll say myself, I'll I'll say that regarding myself, I'm learning more and more history behind it, uh, the different types of foods, um, things that were baked, uh, that were that were drank. You know, uh, what type of drinks were 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 consumed at that time period. So all of that together is slowly building this, I don't know, I want to say catalog uh, or archive of things to keep in mind, you know, for next year or just throughout the year, actually, because it's not, again, something that we just kind of like want to you know, throw to the wayside or say, okay, well, we have a new holiday. No, it's much more than that. And one of the things, one of the items that I found out was more of a history, uh, you know, for black folks is tea cakes and, you know, tea cakes, you know, they, it's not an actual cake. It's more of a cookie, but very soft and cake like on the inside. Um, it's done quite a bit in the South and you can have it with just about anything. Oftentimes folks have it with tea. Hello. That's why it's called tea cakes, but anything else, I mean, milk, juice, variety of different things. But again, a bit of the history behind that outside of the South, the word tea cakes just means cake served with tea. But really, for Southerners, tea cakes are more than that. They're really nostalgic cookies. They had a very specific aesthetic about it. Uh, there was They were crispy and golden around the edges uh, and then soft and cake-like, like I mentioned, uh, on the inside. Great for, again, the, any type of drinks that they're having. It originated with, uh, what? maybe about 250 years ago and then kind of morphed into this pillow pillowy mum uh, like a self uh, with so many other different ingredients let me put it that way it changed over a time period uh, let's see at first they were called Jackson Jumbles and then democratic tea cakes uh and yeah okay for at that particular time 
you know, they stood for something, you know, democratic tea cakes and so on. But, you know, as a person that has grown up on this, they have come to appreciate, you know, their, the true meaning behind it. And that included the different types of ingredients that were being used to make it, um, you know, at that time, you know, definitely lard was being used, uh, but then it changed to butter. Uh, and then, you know, some had still changed that further to uh, vegetable shortening. But it still stood the test of time, even though there have been some different variations to it. Some may have been with nutmeg, maybe with vanilla, uh, or maybe uh, certain extracts like lem- lemon uh, as well, but you know, just as distinctive as that D as we have DNA, you know, for each of our characteristics, personalities, and etc. Uh, it was like a family history, and it was very, very unique. Um, and some folks, because of the because of the fact that it was such a, a unique, maybe way or, or preparing it. They didn't want to share it. (laughs) So, you know, it, that's why the different variations. And I, I, I bring this up because I had a wonderful conversation and this is a, this is an individual that I have had the opportunity to have a conversation with for, when I say extensive, I'd say maybe about an hour, hour's time. Uh, and this person is, uh, they are they've been named as the TK commissioner for the Juneteenth um, celebration. And that person's name is Miss Mrs. Etha Robinson or excuse me, Etha Robinson, Etha. I'm sorry, Miss um, um, F- Etha Robinson. I within that short space of time, we had such a wonderful conversation and I, I will say I had a history lesson. On, on tea cakes, I was you know vigorously writing notes uh, while I'm you know you're listening to your elders because um, she's a woman of uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's a woman that oh uh, a woman of that's maturity and has her own history behind you know who she is, what she's done in her life, and so. I don't want to take too much away from uh, or make it seem like I'm trivializing what her history is or what her her life has been. But specifically, you know, I I reached out to her by email and she contacted me like the next day, uh, which was uh, yesterday. uh, And we wanted to have the conversation. And actually, did I reach out to her the same day? Anyway, uh, I wanted to give her some time. You know, after reading her email or reading my email that she kind of like, OK, well, let me see who this guy is or whatever. But no, she uh, literally called me like the next day and had this conversation. I was so uh, enthralled with listening to her story and what she had to say and uh, the the history behind tea cakes. Um, and she again we're you know because it's so closely tied to juneteenth or i'll take that even further back 
they were associated with these tea cakes were associated with enslaved people of the south they baked them for their slaveholders and for their families um and when it was time for them to when they made the decision to leave from the south after the civil war all of those recipes uh, you know they took them they took it with them you know these have been talked about you know in african american kitchens for generations so it's still it's even up to this day you know you know depending upon you know what you're having them for you know any type of holidays reunions festivals you know however your family maybe has created them prepared them uh, these are still made today still there's a little bit of a variation of course but oh and we have a call Thank you so much for calling this morning. Hi, Please Joseph. Have... There. Uh, I hi. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Interesting. I think someone <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, okay, that's funny. That's what happens on live radio. <laughs> No, there's no one here to monitor tele, uh, monitor the telephone. So, <laughs> being a live show, of course, you just um, hopefully you're gonna get a phone call uh, from. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I, that's the first time that's ever happened in the five years that I've been doing this. So, um, yeah, sorry, it has me taken aback for a moment. But clearly, uh, as I was saying, you know, these have taken on at times a life of their own uh, still being that foundation of you know tea cakes there have been other names that have been used just sugar cookies that have been dabbed with with maybe jam uh, or maybe some meringue uh, there might be you know lady fingers uh, that folk, some folks might say uh, are like tea cakes if you're talking to the grandmothers, grandfathers, uh, ones from a earlier time, they know specifically what that was, what was called, what it was called, uh, and how the recipe was do- actually done. Um, you know, some still do that tea cake, but then they'll add, you know, a, a special topping, you know, that of of, and who's to say that. I'm going to say this correctly, but a, a pecan, half of a pecan, or maybe a candied cherry on top, you know, during the holiday season. So again, it just totally takes you, whoever has had it really takes them back to a time where they're probably in the kitchen with their mom, their grandmother, and they're baking these wonderful, delightful little cookies, these tea cakes. Even right now, uh, you know, within cook, uh, cookbooks, you see tea cakes are in in the space. Uh, maybe a, a dessert, uh, uh, perhaps if someone is serving some type of coffee or whatnot. Uh, and not just cookbooks. I mean, we see them across in various um, you know, magazines and um, 
uh, other books that we you know that we peruse so it's something that is in our history or around about for us but it's still for us to get a better understanding there's so much more uh that i'm literally learning about these tea cakes and miss etha robinson she is or has been as i stated before become i won't say nominated but selected or is the chairperson of the tea cake or no not chairperson she is the tea cake commissioner (laughs) you put it that way um and it's a proud she it's a proud thing to to have that that name because as a person that has spoke to uh, an individual that you know for celebrating or doing the celebration of juneteenth she had spoken to this um to another individual, you know, the, again, a person I was alluding to of uh, establishing and celebrating, uh, you know, Juneteenth. And after hearing how passionate she was about, you know, tea cakes and the things that she's done, you know, over the years. Um, and I think she told me a story regarding her, uh, she and her sister that, you know, they, uh, either had a, a restaurant or had did uh, cooking in the community and so forth. I believe it was 84, 85 around that time period. And when they, they, when they closed uh, that they shifted to doing just tea cakes. Uh, and it was, even though that was still part of the restaurant, you know, when they shuttered that, then these tea cakes were like in the forefront, even more so. And just words of wisdom. She made it a point to to remind me or just share with me. Clearly, if you have a, a particular uh, passion or item uh, or something that is very de- near and dear to you uh, and you don't promote it or don't put it to the forefront, uh how else is anyone else going to look at it as being of some worth or worthy of any praise, accolade, so forth? So it it that goes to her down to a, a very personal level, um, you know, respecting what we have, uh, respecting our history. Uh, no one again. The conversation just was so it was beautiful because I was telling her about some other we know famous cookie makers within the state fair uh, and that's really the only thing that this person is really focusing on is that and that they're known for well we have others like Mrs. Fields um, I don't know uh, I, I, I'm just used dropping names Dairy Queen you, you're you, when you hear these names, you automatically know, oh, cookie company, ice cream company. Uh, well, I mean, why isn't there a, a a tea cake or a specific company that's doing just tea cakes? Um, this is a show that is positive and definitely 
wanting to encourage individuals to, again, be mindful of what you have. And you have to actually demonstrate maybe to yourself how worthy it is uh, or what what it's worth. Otherwise, no one else is actually going to really appreciate it uh, if you are not showing you know that it is worthy of that that act those accolades or praise or um award i'm telling you having conversations like that with a, a person that is just knowledgeable and know things uh and applying them in your everyday life whether it be business personal spiritual um yeah it's it's refreshing to have that conversation. So refreshing. But tea cakes go back so far. They were served, you know, before the Revolutionary War. Um, you know, when presidential campaigns started. Uh, you know, during Prohibition, women's suffrage movements. Um, just so many other things. I mean, again, uh, religious gatherings, uh, baptisms. Ba- you know. And funerals. So, likewise, you've always probably heard me say or mention how much food means something to everyone in a certain type of at a certain time uh, in their life in a space. Certain types of foods are prepared uh, or presented to you know to, to folks for their consumption. This is a good, great example. I mean, yes, you could have definitely have tea cakes anytime, but you know there were certain moments where, okay, all of a sudden there is. <laughs> here we are having we're at a funeral and there are tea cakes. Um, maybe that's probably not during. Maybe for this family families, maybe that's the time that they know that that we're going to do tea cakes because you're not. Again, you're just kind of at a. A repass. You're not trying to feed people, but you need to have something that they could kind of consume, uh, some type of finger food, uh, whether it be um, little sandwiches um, or or tea cakes, just for them to be able to enjoy themselves. Uh, and when I say enjoy themselves, you know, we're talking about a funeral, but. Focus basically on more the, on, on things that are currently at hand that you're experiencing, um, holding those loved ones, and not have to worry about uh, large amounts of food. That's again, that's just different individuals because we've even seen in funerals or in movies or ones that we've attended ourselves, people do bring food. But one of the things that folks will find maybe helpful and not have to worry about you know really having a plate or a dish that they have to carry around or sit with or whatever finger foods and definitely tea cakes are were one of them but I mean that's a brief history uh, what my plan is and I'm knocking on wood right now I would like to invite 
Miss Etha Robinson to the show. And I say invite, but it, it really is just going to be a, a, a kind of like a, a telephone conversation, but on air so that you all could also share that or you could she could share information more even further about tea cakes with you know the community and you know this is just it really is again just to carry on the conversation uh, what juneteenth means Uh, there are other events that are actually going to be happening hopefully within the next few days or a few weeks but i have another phone call so give me a second caller Hi, caller. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. My name is Beverly, and I'm calling from Los Angeles. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm great this morning. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I was calling because I was really interested in hearing more of the historical significance of the PK. Right. Like, um, you know, why, why is why is it significant to the Juneteenth um, celebration? Why is it being that piece, that specific piece of history being taken and added to this part of history? Well, one of the real thanks for your phone for your phone call, sister. I appreciate that. Uh, one of the things is because with ingredients being very limited there were only a certain amount of, of things that were available to actually create this cake, this cake or this tea cake, this small little cookie. Uh, and so, and I, I probably should have had a, an actual recipe up to just kind of give you, give you an idea of that. But uh, again, it's just a few items that go into um, you know, making this. And those are again, just you, the the wonderful meringues and and so forth that are made for those that are in I'm just gonna say it the big house uh, those items and and you know accoutrements and so forth are not were not accessible to those that were that were slaves so they uh, oh my goodness there <laughs> they could make them but they couldn't eat them right exactly. You know, the, it was specifically set for, you know, those that had money and that were white, <laughs> you know, that were your slave owners. And so whatever was, whatever was able to be preserved or scrounged, I don't want to say scrounged up because that sounds wrong, but flour, a bit of sugar, some lard, and that, that's been possibly some baking soda or something like that but it wasn't a lot of ingredients and so you know from that time period until until even now it because it was well, I, would love, I, would love, I would love a recipe <laughs> um, I would love a recipe I would love to try and make it and I, I'm thinking culturally you, you could say what you think people, uh, what, go ahead what, what are the what are the um, the the things that are that we ha- eat culturally now that are like descendants of that? Well, you, I know what you're. I know what you're thinking, because I when I had this conversation with Miss Etha uh, Robinson, I keep saying her name, her full name, right? Uh, 
she's very familiar with what you're probably thinking I'm thinking. And that's bun. Powder bun, actually. And she she actually said it. I mean, we, we almost said it simultaneously. And she's like, yeah, there's this, uh, you know, there's this Jamaican uh, place. Uh, and I'm just going to say that probably most folks think that all places that uh, serve like oxtail and so forth are Jamaican, but that's not the case. Um, <laughs> but she said that there's this, this Jamaican place that served uh, powder bun and, and that it's very similar to that of tea cakes. And, you know, of course, it's going to be a, a little, depending upon what Belizean household you're, you are in, <laughs> you know, that uh, that powder bun is going to be a, a little bit more, I don't know, uh, either dense. Dense. Yeah. Or it's, you know, whereas a tea cake, it's a little bit more cakey on the inside. Um, but it's still right. very similar to that of, of powder bun, you know. And I can't, after I say powder bun, I, I go into that little accent. I don't know why I do that, but. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, we need to make some powder bun. But also yes, I that I, I, want, I want to do some, some some digging on what the history of powder bun is. I'd uh, like to know how that came about. You know, there was slavery in Central America. And um, it, it went very differently for the people in North America that experienced slavery. Right. Um, but there's still, I'm sure, some stories there that uh, we could find if we did a little digging. And, you know, that is something to be said and talked about, too. Um, you know, because where you, where individuals came from, that's the reason why there is that variation you know of or a difference of okay you know some folks call it tea cake other people call it something else because of maybe they let the the they add more ingredients or they had maybe access to other things that allowed it to be a bit different but they still refer oh that's a that's a tea cake or a tea biscuit as some folks also might say you know what i mean yes i understand i i don't want to uh the rest of your, your time. Nope, I was looking up, uh, but I was actually looking up a, a tea cake recipe for you. So um, maybe I'll f- go ahead and forward that to you, and maybe put it on. Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> put it on the uh, put it on um, my fa- on the Facebook page uh, for the Unbougie Foodie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you totally should. Yeah, but it's it, like I said, it's it's it really simple, very very simple. You know. Uh, it, you know, this one does have some eggs or whatever, but it's a simple recipe. Yep. Okay. Cool. Looking, looking forward to trying it. Yes. Exactly. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for your phone call. Love you. Oh, by the way, you heard you heard me say that she is in Los Angeles, right? No. Yeah. I, I, I was listening, but I didn't hear that. Yeah, she is in Los Angeles. So it surprised me when I. Uh, you know, I got this. I was like, "Who is this calling from three two three And yeah, she know she apparently lives in Lamar Park area. <laughs> so, oh, well, you know what? We're gonna have to exchange information with her because I have some. Yeah. Uh, well, 
immediately I was like, okay, see, now that I know that you're in that area, when I come to visit my family, I, I already promised her that I'm going to take her out. So, you know, for maybe for coffee or, or, or for lunch or whatever, so that we could, I could hear more of these stories behind it. She's okay. got, she's a storyteller. I mean, I mean, she's, as I said, food conversationalist. Let me put it that way. She could have a conversation with about food, specifically okay. about tea cakes for quite some time because we did <laughs> we certainly did again thanks so much for your phone call i really appreciate it no problem all right love, love you. you bye <laughs> yeah. so again uh, as i mentioned i will um as i was talking and mentioning you know to my sister uh, i will actually make a, i found a recipe very simple one and the ingredients you know a cup of butter uh, one and a half cup of sugar, three eggs, a uh, table of uh, vanilla extract, three cups of flour, uh, and then one tablespoon of baking powder and what a quarter teaspoon of salt. Um, those are really the ingredients. I mean, and really that's a simple recipe. You know, there's no extra in it. There are some recipes out there that will say, um, when I let me back that up or back up on that, excuse me, there are folks from that know about the origins of tea cakes. They'll most likely say, okay, well, that was added in, you know, this was added in, you know, after a couple of decades, centuries, whatever the case is. So it was probably even, I believe it may have been even less uh, ingredients than what I've just named or just read off. To again make it very very simple, there's not a whole lot that is you know that this tea cake would consist of. Again, making it very simple to make, very quick to make, and very useful. But yeah, I will definitely uh, share that on the Facebook page, uh, so that you know anyone could you know maybe make it send some to some people family members friends I had a person by the name of the unbushy foodie as well I mean I could make it myself but I'm just saying <laughs> I want you to get be involved as well so uh, definitely you know follow the recipe and then ooh, 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 we have another phone call I think we have another phone call hmm Interesting. Hmm. I I guess we don't have a phone call. Sorry about that, caller. Uh, try again if you would. Again, that number is six five one two hundred thirty four seventy nine. It. I have been talking quite a bit about tea cakes, haven't I? Uh, there are a few things that I would actually like to share with you uh, regarding food uh, and what's actually happening around the Twin Cities. Um, one of, if you're probably not familiar already, uh, Food Truck Days is actually going on. That's going to be happening uh, today at 11 o'clock until about 10 
Uh, and this is going to be at the Lutheran Church from West St. Paul. That address, uh, let's see, is 1400 Robert Street South uh, in West St. Paul. That uh, Augustana uh, Lutheran Church in West St. Paul. Uh, let's see, they'll have a Taste of the Real Nolens, uh El Mexicano Grill, um, Super Cuisine. So that name right there, Super Cuisine, sounds like soup. Sounds good. Uh, and it apparently is a fusion of Asian cuisine that's in St. Paul. So, hey, get at it. Um, and also the Egg Roll Queen. So those are a few that will actually be out there. Uh, yeah, just go over there and enjoy. You know, you and this is maybe not the first time, but, you know, they say bring a chair or two and then stay a while and enjoy, you know, the atmosphere, people. But again, that's from that's today from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So, you know, that's just another 15 minutes. So if you need to get some stuff done to go out and, you know, do some things, you know, why not do that? Why not do that? Uh, this is not today, but there is uh, and they call it the fest but I believe, and I don't, I don't want to assume that it is the exact same thing, but uh, it, I, it's for vegetarian or you know health and wellness, if you would. Anyway, uh, it is co-sponsored. Yeah, MCC, uh, Minnesota Community College, no, excuse me, Minnesota Community Care, excuse me. Uh, they are actually co-sponsoring and tabling at um, VFest. Uh, V-Fest is a health and wellness festival that's celebrating and promoting healthy living for black communities. Uh, the festival is going to include live music, giveaways, cooking demos, uh, health and wellness experts, and then holistic and healthy uh, living vendors. Um, you know, that is going to be July 24th. So what? Um, that's about another maybe about two weeks from now yeah just about two weeks from now uh you know at uh that is going to be july 24th at 12 p.m and then it's going to go to 5 p.m so mark that on your calendars just something to look forward to uh in the upcoming months um or upcoming weeks i should say uh so that you'll be able to you know i don't know enjoy enjoy that uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. uh let's see and I, I gotta, I gotta tell y'all about uh, black business is beautiful because that's going on, and I've mentioned it before. But it's like, mm, yeah, we need to kind of get on that too. Because interestingly enough, I'm gonna go to it today. Yes, I, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about that. And let me see if I could find that because clearly, I need to find. I want to tell you all about that, and I had it listed in my notes here. Do 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 do. In the meantime, while I am, oh no, it's right there, right there, right there, right there. I got it for you. I was going to tell you about a farmer's market that's going to be going on, but we'll, I'll tell you about Black Business is Beautiful first. That's going to be going on today at 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And here you are, you know, Black Business is Beautiful is it's a socially distant market that's featuring uh, black businesses, owners and entrepreneurs. So for this is going to be inside the case building. The address where it is. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Hmm. 
I got to find out where that is because uh, uh, the case building. I believe. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, don't worry. Uh, I'm case building in Minneapolis, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Oop. Minneapolis. Perfect. So it is. What would you say? Oh, there's the address. Um, and I know I've seen it before. Seven six seven Eustis Eustis Street, um, St. Paul five five one one four. Again, seven six seven Eustis Street. So it's like, ooh, um, it's in the Midway um, uh, neighborhood. Uh, they stated that it's located at the intersection of uh, I-94 and Highway 280. I don't know. That's not far, uh, really. But Eustis is, yeah, the case building is right over, located in that area uh, as well. So perfect place uh, in St. Paul for this to be held. Uh, I mean, this is, it's, again, allowing folks, you know, people of color, you know, to enjoy, per, you know, a shopping experience, if you would. Uh, here you'll have vendors will have um, opportunity to sell their wares, uh, it, and again, it will not just be that. I mean, it will have food. There will be crafts. There will be, um, you know, customer engagement. I love that <laughs> customer engagement. Uh, so everyone is welcome. So it's not, you know, just very specific. But you know, if you're in support of black businesses and you want to show your support, you know, definitely go out. Um, black business is beautiful. That is going to be again today, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, I think it's going to also continue on another week too. I remember sharing this with you. Um, before, but if you want to find out more information, you could always go to their website, which is blackbusinessisbeautiful.org, and find out much more information as well. Uh, keep in mind that you know, being recognizing that individuals with, with diverse abilities, uh, it is thoroughly ex- uh, accessible with ramps, uh, wide hallways, corridors as well, so that um, you know those that are. Uh, either elderly, handicapped, um, have uh, special um, needs and so forth, they have access to this area as well. So, uh, And they'll be able to enjoy a, a great shopping experience as well. So, you know, definitely, please check it out. Uh, hope to see you all there because I will also be there uh, just as a, as a customer, just walking around, showing my support, showing support. So here is... I don't know. I think I have time for maybe one or two more. Here is a free farmer's market and St. Paul Fellowship. It's located uh, at the uh, 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 oh St. Paul Fellowship parking lot. Excuse me. So that's Victoria Street and Sherborne, Sherborne <laughs> uh, Avenue in St. Paul, uh, 55104. And that is going to be from, let's see. It's on Wednesday, uh, June, oh, excuse me, July 21st, uh, and there are a number of other dates as well, but I think it's like maybe 
I think it's like every other Saturday. No, excuse me, every other Wednesday. Sorry, something like that because the, you know the first one or this one is July twenty first. The next one is August fourth. Uh, the following after that is August eighteenth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, yeah, there's there's quite a bit more. So if you go to their website uh, or go to their Facebook page, just looking for Free Farmers Market um, at St. Paul. Uh, yeah, so just you'll you'll see the dates. Uh, it does encourage you to bring your own boxes and bags too, because you know, maybe they're short, maybe they are just providing just specifically, you know. Here are your here are fruits and vegetables you could consume, so especially when it's free. So definitely take advantage of that. Uh, let's see. There was one other that I wanted to actually share with with you all. I really want to. Ooh, so <laughs> this one uh, is I'm so excited for, just to the heights. Because who does not like a good taco? Fish taco at that, too. I'm like, I'm just tacos, man. I'm telling you. So, Minneapolis Taco Festival, that's going to be August 7th. I know it's some, we're some time out, almost a month out. But I'm just giving you a heads up ahead of time. I'll mention it again at a later time. Uh, it's going to be at the Caboose. Uh, that is 917 C- Cedar Avenue uh, in Minneapolis. And I think if you want to find out some additional information on it, it is, yeah, just check out uh, the, uh, type in in the events area when you're searching for an event, Minneapolis Taco Festival. And this one should actually come up for you. It will be from 11 a.m. to uh, 6 p.m. on, again, Saturday, August 7th. Uh, Yeah, people, we we are just really getting out and doing things uh, in the community. You know, we're, we're doing stuff in the community and it's, it's just lovely. It's, it's, you know, it's just fun. Okay, here's one that is like literally down the street and within the community of Dayton's Bluff on, or just in on the east side specifically. Uh, food distribution on uh, East Side Clinic. So East Side Clinic, the East Side Family Clinic is located at 895 East 7th Street in St. Paul. Uh, here, uh, what's uh, Minnesota Community Care, El Burrito Mercado, uh, Esperanza, and the Sana Foundation. They're teaming up to actually address hunger. Uh, they're encouraging anyone to stop by and pick up free food. So, you know, all of us are you know, in need in one shape or of one shape, one way uh, or another. But if you want to find out more, again, information on this free uh, food distribution, you know, at the East Side Family Clinic, uh, you can visit their face or the events page uh, and look up that information. But also go to Minnesota or MNCare.org uh, to find out more about the this organization and what they're actually doing. But yeah, shout out to a huge shout out to. Um, uh, El Borito Mercado, uh, Esperanza, Sana Foundation, and uh, the uh, Minnesota uh, Community Care uh, Organization as well. Uh, y'all are really out there uh, supporting um, and facing, uh, being you know forward facing or customer community facing is really what I'm 
looking for uh, and showing that you care about the community by offering uh, this type of support. Uh, so, yeah, folks, make sure you take advantage of it. You at times you could kind of almost drive around the Twin Cities and, and see, you know, how this is just coming together, how people are just, you know, making sure that their the communities are fed. And what what greater way to, to do that than to have, you know, opportunities like this for food distribution? It's interesting, too. Um, you know, I'm in certain as probably many of you are that enjoy food you're probably in some type of food group there are times where people are reaching out and say hey you know i don't really have anything and it's a humbling moment i think for the person i'll say for myself when i'm reading it but you know probably even more so for the person that is actually uh, maybe posting you know that they are just trying to take care of their kids the best way they know how does anyone know of any type of food resources within the communities and so if you if you have or you know someone or maybe see a comment you know definitely um, send them information like this you know uh, share the events page so that they'll have an opportunity to to see this information and um and be able to get food for their family or you know for at least sustain them for a while uh, we're food brings us together. Food strengthens us, and it, it's 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 the lifeline for you know some folks. Not just again for for sustaining life, but it, it, you know being able to continue on to the next day. Uh, it, it's it's stressful when you have to worry about food uh, for your family, and you're thinking, "Gosh, how did it come down to this?" You know. How did it come down to this? And I want to say, how is my allergies coming down to what it's coming down to? Uh, but continuing on. Yeah. I, there are so many of these uh, events that, you know, I just, just want to make sure that we, we share them with you all so that you have an idea of what's in the community uh, for you. Uh, I believe this last one. Let's see. It is about. This is going to be the at Union Depot. And I think this is different this year, if I'm not mistaken. This is the St. Paul Food Truck uh, Festival 2021. Um, next week. So mark it on your calendars. Uh, Union Depot. Oh, this is, I think it's really going to be good. You know, from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it's the fifth annual St. Paul Food Festival, actually, in Lowertown. Uh, and it, this, as, they, as I said, this is the very first time uh, I'm reading their description. It's the first time at the Union Depot. Uh, you know, there's going to be 50 plus food trucks, games, fashion trucks. Uh, and live music all day. You'll have an opportunity to sample food truck delicacies uh, for lunch and or for brunch and you know for for dinner. Uh, and that's you know from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, they're going to be sprinkled, as they say, sprinkled in Union Depot's Lot D, selling you know their 
I love it. Their special concoctions in, with global cuisines, ranging from Indian to British to Japanese uh, and to locally grown pork. Hmm. I think maybe locally raised pork, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I love the person that actually wrote this up because <laughs> this next sentence, in addition to scrumptious food, <laughs> uh, the festival is going to include other unique truck experiences um, again, which this fashion and clothing trucks really wow okay they'll have photo booths uh, and even special dog treats as well so it, apparently it means that it is going to be dog friendly but there's going to be a lot of other activities that were going on and I guess this is going to be one that um, is, is very different um, yeah uh, not just because of you know post COVID but uh, the fact that it is at Union Depot and they, you know, when you if you've ever gone into Union Depot and seen the inside, um, there were some a, a time when they were doing like game night. Uh, I think it was on like a Wednesday or something like that, where they had these huge uh, chess set set up and maybe some ping pong tables um, and board games. You know, people come and play board games and so uh, that apparently was I missed that opportunity. And hopefully, hopefully they'll bring it back. But it looks like they are doing this event and offering, uh, you know, for your children, opportunity to play games uh, and maybe for adults too. life-size Jenga, uh, ooh, a mobile escape room. I'm, I'm in totally in mobile escape room. Yes. Uh, bean beanbag toss. Uh, love it all of this the different artists that are actually going to be there as well live music so yeah again please mark it on your calendar uh next week uh, on the 20 whoops on, on the 17th excuse me from 11 a.m to 9 p.m uh at union depot if you're not familiar with where union depot it is is it is 214 4th street east uh in st paul yeah so Mm -mm -mm. that's gonna be a lot of fun y'all it's gonna be a whole lot of fun a whole lot of fun so gosh there's you know it's still so much to you know to be shared uh and and talked about but i think that's you know pretty much it for right now oh hold on there's one more that i would like to share and that's um if you are anywhere near we're still talking about food but if you're anywhere near uh, uh, rice in Arlington. There is going to be a produce uh, and community food drive at Rice and Arlington Field, uh, and that address is fifteen hundred Rice Street, St. Paul five five one one seven. That is going to be July twenty third. Uh, that's on a Friday, at ten a.m. to twelve p.m. So keep that in mind. Uh, once again. I, I I mentioned these resources, uh, these food distribution resources, uh, so that it can be shared. You could share it with a friend, or maybe you know, you could possibly say, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna go grab some stuff. Uh, I'm gonna stop over here, and then kind of have it as a as a I don't know a care package to a neighbor or to a friend or someone that that you feel might be in need or." you know just trying to help out that's all 
And again, that's the reason why I'm actually sharing this information as well. No one ever wants, no one ever wants to hear about someone suffering from not having any type of food in their their household. Um, and and I'm not even just talking about a, a family like with children and so forth. It could be a single person. You know, there are those that are that are older in age uh, that. You know, maybe they live by themselves. Uh, maybe they're in a um, a senior living facility, and um, you know they don't have an opportunity to get out as much to buy the things that they need. Or um, what better way to make sure that everyone has uh, access to to nutritious food too? Because um, that is one of the things that many of these uh, food organizations that are doing distribution are making sure to have those fruits and vegetables um, within you know these boxes or uh, you know the opportunity for folk for folks uh, or uh, individuals in the community to enjoy uh, and not really not a bunch of here's some cookies and cakes and uh, popcorn or you know potato chips or whatever and here's a little salad or no they really do focus on making sure that there is nutritious food in these boxes so or in these when they are actually doing the distribution so check them out uh and that is actually being supported by keystone community services um you know and this is a drive-through distribution too you know so all you gotta do is just pull up <laughs> no there's no some places you have to kind of like pre-register and so forth and do all this that's not even necessary um all you you're just going to go ahead and get an opportunity to get some really great fresh fruits and vegetables and other non-perishable items as well. So take advantage of that again, 1500 Rice Street in St. Paul. Gosh, here we are coming to the end of the show. Uh, and uh, tea cakes. I can't wait to talk to Miss Etha Robinson once again, uh, hopefully on air. That will be a lot of fun. Uh, it will be a conversation that I think you will full, fully enjoy. And I trust me, uh, you'll walk away with a different perspective on tea cakes and I'll learn a whole lot more history on it. So until next time, folks, I want to say once again, thank you. And also remind you, never let anyone tell you what type of food you need to be because food itself is what strengthens us, brings us together and creates community. <laughs> take that away from um, all of this each and every week right here on 104.7 fm weqy lp st paul the unbougie foodie is out and now taste it sit on down with the unbougie foodie